now, it's time for 2010 National Sports Writer of the Year, Peter King, from MMQB on the NFL on TuneIn. Peter, we know it's a very busy day for you, so thanks so much for the time. You know the Giants' culture well. You covered this team for many years. Your reaction to the news that Eli Manning's been benched? I'm surprised, but I'm pleasantly surprised because I think the only logical reason to keep playing Eli Manning in a lost season is that the old, oh, he's our quarterback line. I mean, and the only thing that the Giants have left to play for the rest of this year is to try to make an intelligent decision about whether Geno Smith, which is highly doubtful, or Davis Webb, which is doubtful, but you never know, um, has a chance or a good chance to be a long-term quarterback there. And so I think, you know, you give Geno Smith a couple of games and then you give Davis Webb, what I, the way I would do it is give him three games and just see what happens. But I think it would be silly to basically just play Eli Manning either to keep this streak going or uh, for, for, you know, for some other reason, you know, just because they don't want to stop playing a guy who's not totally responsible for it, but he hasn't played well. And when saying that, these types of moves cause you to assume as you move forward to the offseason that there may be even more moves, Coach McAdoo and Eli Manning. Do you think they maintain being there with the Giants as a head well, coach? Well, Cordell, Eli Manning has a pretty tight no-trade clause in his contract. My gut feeling is, and it's only a gut feeling, is that there will be some interest in Eli Manning if the Giants were to um, – express some sort of interest or if Eli were to express some sort of interest that he might want to go. Um, and honestly, it, it, it's weird because obviously involving his brother, I think this is a call that John Elway should and quite possibly will make uh, to gauge the Giants' interest. The problem is right now, you know, like in February or March, the problem now as I see it is that I don't know who's going to be running the Giants in February <clears throat> because, I mean, uh, Jerry Reese on the plus side, the general manager, has won two Super Bowls in 11 years. But on the minus side, they really have been uh, not a good team and also not a, uh, uh, not a big playoff factor since 2011. And so I think John Mara has to make a decision with the Giants not only on his uh, his head coach, but he's also got to make a decision on his general manager. Chatting with our NFL insider Peter King of the MMQB. Peter, before you joined us, we were having a lot of Jacksonville conversation. How about a reunion? Eli Manning teaming up with Tom Coughlin once more. <clears throat> Makes a lot of sense. I know that Coughlin loves Eli um, and that's another place that makes a lot of sense. Um, but again, first, that uh, it's one of those things that that the 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 that Eli is going to have to decide what his level of interest is in playing somewhere else, and the Giants would have to be in favor of it. And I have no indication that they've soured on Manning to the point where they'd like to get rid of him. I I, I would just say one other thing that 
Eli Manning, in my opinion, right now, is at a point in his career where clearly he could play another two or three years easily if he wants to. But if you're the New York Giants, you have to ask yourself, is that good enough, and do we want that to happen? And the reason why you can't answer that question right now is that you really don't know who's going to coach your team next year right now, and you don't know who's going to be the general manager, the architect of your team. So I think those are not real, not questions that you really can start to answer until, let's say, the middle of January. What about the Kansas City Chiefs? I mean, this is a football team that everyone anticipated being pretty good, but as of lately, five or six, five out of the last six games they've lost. What do you see their future look like so far when it comes down to being able to win that Cordell, game? I think one of the things that has happened in Kansas City, and as a quarterback, I think you would understand this, early in the year, I think there was zero respect for Alex Smith's ability to air the ball out. But after they used in that first game against New England, uh, Kareem Hunt on a 78-yard seam route, and Tyreek Hill the first two or three weeks of the year was uh, a huge downfield threat. And Alex Smith was hitting him. So then all of a sudden, I think teams started more regularly playing two deep safeties and basically saying, okay, Beat us in the middle of the field. Beat us with Travis Kelsey consistently. Beat us with the short passing game, the intermediate passing game. And they've been very inconsistent in that regard. And in the last six or seven weeks, Kareem Hunt has gone from a phenom to, you know, a below-average NFL running back. So I think those are the two biggest factors in why the Chiefs have been so mortal. Peter, let's wrap it up with law and order. Even though the optics of the brawl between Aqib Tlaib and Michael Crabtree were poor, were you surprised the league came down that hard with a two-game suspension? Well, the reason I was surprised, Brian, is that if you look at the game, that happened three minutes into the game. So the league essentially has suspended these guys for three games. And that's a tremendous... If you suspend two guys for essentially, you know, 18% of the season. Think about that. That's, that's, that's a lot. You know, that's, you're, you're suspending two players for a fifth of the season and taking them out for 57 minutes of one game and then two full games after that. And, um, I mean, this is one of those things, quite honestly, that, and I'm not defending either guy. But the reason that I think this is excessive is one of the things that Jerry Jones has talked about. The NFL is in a big way suspension happy. And in my opinion, if you eject a player from a game early in a game and you add one game onto it, that's plenty. And it's a huge deterrent you know, for the future. <clears throat> and if they ever do it again, suspend them for eight games. But... To give them essentially three games now, thats I just think it's way too much myself. Peter, as always, we value the insights. Have a great week. We'll chat with you Sunday. NFL First and Goal on TuneIn Premium. Thanks very much, guys. You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on TuneIn. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on TuneIn.